Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. Today I'm here to share with you how I introduce the alphabet, letters, and sounds to my students. So before I show you how I introduce them, I want to talk about two concepts. One of them is print to speech, and one of them is speech to print. So what do I mean by that? Traditionally, when we introduce the alphabet to our students, we are thinking of a print to speech mentality. We show them the letter, And we say, this is the letter A, A says ah. And then what we might do is we might show them pictures of words that begin with the letter A, like alligator. I've also seen educators show all pictures that start with the letter A, regardless of the sound. So they might have an alligator and an acorn because they both start with the letter A, not focusing on the sound. So that is a print to speech focus. You are starting with the letter, and then you're talking about the sound. Well, what I wanna recommend you try is a speech to print focus. We as humans evolved to speak. We learn to speak naturally. Speech is part of the way our brains are wired. We don't have to do a lot to learn how to speak. Reading is totally different. We have only been reading for a few thousand years, and so our brains have not evolved to be able to read naturally. Reading doesn't come naturally. We have to do a lot of work to retrain our brains to be able to read. And so when we're going from a speech, something that's natural, to print, something that's not natural, it's an easier transition for our brains and for our students to start with the speech and then go to print. And so I am gonna share with you how I introduce the letters in this way, by starting with the sound of the letter, and then eventually, after a while, introducing the printed letter. And I'll show you everything that goes along with this routine. So let's get started. So for this example, I am going to introduce the T sound, spelled with the letter T. And that's what I'm gonna be using, going through all the steps of my routine. So first things first, When I am introducing a new sound, I always start with an alliteration sentence. Each word in this sentence begins with the same sound. So I would read it to my students and I would say, okay, listen to this sentence and tell me what sound is at the beginning of each word in the sentence. Not the letter, just the sound. Tyler Tiger takes turns today. Tyler Tiger takes turns today. What sound is at the beginning of each of those words? And hopefully my students say t. And I'll say that's right, it is the sound t. And then we talk about how to form that sound correctly. It's really important to draw attention to what their mouth is doing. So I would draw attention to the fact that to make the t sound, our tongue 
goes up behind our front teeth. I would also draw attention to if my voice box is on or off. So I like my students to put their fingers on their throat and to make the sound to determine if their voice box is on or if it's off. So ready? T -t. Our voice box is off. This is an unvoiced sound. Our voice box is not on for this sound. So after I talk about how to form it and we practice the t sound, I'm going to introduce the keyword that goes along with t. Now what I like to do is I like to use animals for all of my alphabet keywords because I know kids love animals. They're super fun and there's some great sign language that goes along with the animals. So without showing them any print, I'm going to show them this picture and I will talk about this as a tiger, t, tiger. And then we're going to learn the sign language sign for tiger. So for tiger, we're going to show the stripes on a tiger's face. We have our two hands that are like claws and we're going to show those stripes on the tiger's face. Tiger, t, tiger. So we're going to practice doing that sign for t, tiger. And then after we get through all of our sound activities, that's when I'm going to ask, does anybody know how we spell t when we want to write it? We spell it with the letter T. I've now introduced the printed letter. So I've gone from the speech t tiger to the printed letter. I think it's really important that students can see the uppercase letter and the lowercase letter so that they start to associate and understand that these letters both spell the t sound. And so after I introduce the printed letter, I love to practice it so that my students can form it correctly. Now, if I'm teaching younger preschoolers, I am going to focus on uppercase T because I believe that younger preschoolers should all begin with uppercase letters. I have another video all about why I think uppercase letters should be introduced first when it comes to writing. I'll link that down below. If I'm teaching older pre-K and kindergarten students, then I'm gonna focus on lowercase t because they're ready to move on. They've mastered uppercase and they're ready for lowercase. So I like to do it in three ways. I start by having them use their arm to spell the letter in the air. And that way they're using their big arm movements. And then we move on to magic sand or rice or a gel bag, something that's multi-sensory. I have them write their letter in there. And what I like to do is have them, while they're writing the letter, say the letter name, and when they underline it, to say the sound. So they would do T, T, and they do that three times in their magic sand. And after magic sand, then we, move, we would move on to printed paper. I like to use the primary lined paper that has the top line, which I call the sky line, the dotted line in the center, which I call the plain line, and the bottom line, which I call the grass line. So as they're using this primary lined paper, I am cueing them as to where they should start their letter, which line, how they should cross it, how the letter is formed on paper. In a classroom, it can be tricky to watch every single student make every single letter, but it's important to do your best. If you're at home, you can watch your child forming their letter to make sure they're forming it correctly. Correct letter formation is so, so important. So once we practice writing the letter, then I wanna do a lot of phonological and phonemic awareness. 
meaning playing and manipulating with the sounds in spoken words. I have other videos about phonological and phonemic awareness that I will link down below. But for this example, I might start with something simple like word awareness, meaning can my students listen to a sentence and count the number of words in the sentence? So I could repeat our silly sentence and ask them to count how many words in this sentence. Ready? Tyler, tiger, takes turns today. How many words? Five words in that sentence. I could also work on syllable awareness. So I would say a word that begins with t and I would ask them how many syllables are in that word. So for example, how many syllables are in the word tiger? Tiger, two syllables. We can also hum it to double check. Mm-hmm, yep, still two syllables. Tiger is two syllables. Rhyming is another phonological awareness skill that I might wanna cover during this time. So I could give them two words. If they rhyme, I would have them clap their hands together. And if they don't rhyme, I could have them cross their arms over their chest. So for example, tell me if these words rhyme. 10, pen. Yep, 10, pen. These words rhyme, they sound the same at the end. I have a rhyming video. I'll link that down below too. Or if I said, type two. No, those don't rhyme. But I'm using words that begin with the t sound. Then what I eventually want to get to is the phonemic awareness practice with words that begin with t. That's the individual phonemes. And the way I like to do this is mystery words. So I will say the word just broken up by sounds and I will ask my students to tell me what my mystery word is. So for example, I might say t-a-g. What's my word? My students would say tag. Awesome. That is helping them blend those sounds together to tell me what the word is. I could also, if I wanted to, give them two words and ask them if they both begin with the same sound, thumbs up, or if they don't, thumbs down. So for example, I could say type owl. Do those begin with the same sound? No, they don't. So I am just playing with the language, playing with this t sound as much as possible. That is what I want to do to introduce this letter and sound to my students. You can see my main focus is on the sound t. I also bring in the letter because I want them to know that this letter T spells t. That's what's most important. So there you go. I hope that information was helpful. I hope you could see the difference between the print to speech philosophy and the speech to print philosophy. If you are interested in these free animal alphabet cards, they are a freebie on my website. I will link them down below. I also have a video that goes over the chant that I use with my students that includes the name of the letter, the sound, and the name of the animal. And it also explains all of the sign language that I use for each of these animals, which is really helpful because then when I'm working with my students and I'm reminding them of the sound t, I can do this t, t, to cue them in that it's tiger and that it goes with letter T. So all of those cues will really help solidify this information in their brain. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. 
You can also find me over on Instagram at Littles Love Learning Blog. Happy learning!